0: It's another episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel on Netflix podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora. I think I'm going to throw that on Netflix thing in there more often. Yeah. Just to, just to not fool people into thinking mm-hmm. that we're going to review Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or uh, <laughs> Even though this podcast name is incredibly similar to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Yeah, uh, we don't talk about it on here at all, uh, which is weird. I, to be perfectly honest, have you ever watched any of that show?
1: Agents of Shield. Yeah. No. Okay, so I I watched. It's on my Netflix queue. I watched the. Okay, so
0: I've watched the first two seasons of it, Mm
1: -hmm. and then I
0: kind of meandered around the third season. It was kind of losing me a little bit. And I heard the the casting talk that they're gonna have um, a character. They're gonna have Ghost Rider on Mm -hmm. the show this season, and I think I watched a couple of episodes, but I felt kind of lost because stuff had happened that I. You know, characters were in yeah. places that I didn't remember because I wasn't paying super close attention to season three. So I stopped, like, two episodes into this season, and I haven't been keeping up with it. I, I hear the show is okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I haven't heard blow-away things about it. But that's yeah. okay. That's why we're doing these Netflix shows. Because mm-hmm. they're awesome. I, I Look, I, I keep hearing people tell me that... Uh, DC might not be doing so well in the movies, but they're killing it on the TV shows. And that's where Marvel is floundering. At least this is Mm -hmm. what I always hear. And I think that maybe they're just not considering Netflix to be television, although I I consider it to be. It's not traditional broadcast television, but when TV awards start being handed out, Netflix shows are given awards for television. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, in droves, and I think people are forgetting about that. And I like Flash, I like Legends of Tomorrow, and they are good comic book TV shows. Yeah. But the Netflix, the Marvel Netflix shows, I think are just good TV shows. Period.
1: Yeah, and I feel like they're both for different audiences too, right?
0: Yeah. I, like agreed. I feel
1: like like the the uh, CW shows are more like teen driven.
0: Yeah, there will be more. There will be more kids that would be interested. I don't know right. too many. I don't know too many kids who would be interested in Jessica Jones.
1: Right. The like, Netflix ones are are dark.
0: Yeah, they're they're much they're much darker. But yeah. I mean, shows like Jessica Jones, like Daredevil is is more comic booky than all of right. them really, but like Jessica Jones, I mean even Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage, all of these shows um you could you'd have a better chance of sitting down with somebody who doesn't care for comic books at all and having those shows appeal to them because Right. Um, They don't rely solely on the comic bookiness of the characters. And Mm -hmm. it's way more story and character driven. So, Um, all right. Well, we are here to talk about Luke Cage. Season one, episode 13, the season one finale of -hmm. Luke Cage. And uh, this show is guaranteed to have a second season. It, of course, after all, broke Netflix, I believe, is they're taking credit for for breaking the Netflix. So uh, this will have another season But also, there's going to be more happening because Luke Cage is going to be in the Defenders miniseries on Netflix, which is coming out Mm -hmm. sometime next year. So there's that. Okay, so let's start talking about the season one finale. It's called You Know My Steez. And I believe we mentioned this last week. Steez means style with ease. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I I use the internet to look up the meaning (laughs) of a word that I did not know. Uh, Okay, so we start with flashbacks to not not little Willis and little Carl but like teenage years right. Willis and, and Carl and Willis is helping Carl become a boxer teaching him how to fight uh, apparently there is a, a bully or, or somebody who's being a dick to him and mm-hmm. he wanted to be able to stand up for himself um, and uh, this eventually led to Carl winning an important boxing match uh, because of the the advice that Willis gives him, and this plays uh, this plays a big part in events. Because in the present, we are joined right where we left off with Luke Cage and Diamondback inside Pop's bar as they begin their fight. And uh, once I get a real good look at this the suit. It's a, it's a silly-looking suit, I think. It is. But, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, it, looks, it looks like a prototype that they didn't quite get around to polishing. Right. <laughs> um, but it sort of makes sense because he's a dude that steals these things. He's not, like, getting his hands on them through uh, legal means, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So him getting a hand, his hands on a prototype suit makes, makes sense. Um, so they continue their fight inside and outside of Pop's barbershop. In the confusion, Misty drops her phone... And Mariah loses the files, which proves Luke Cage's innocence. Mm -hmm. Uh, Luke tries to reason with Diamondback, but eventually knocks him out when the suit's uh, power system fails and Mariah is arrested. Meanwhile, Shades uses Misty's phone to lure Candace out of hiding at Claire Temple's mother's house and shoots her in the head. So the only real witness to Mariah killing uh, Cottonmouth is now dead. Right. Uh, and without the testimony, Mariah walks free. Uh, Ridley blames Misty for keeping Candace at a private place instead of under police protective custody. Federal marshals arrive to arrest Luke Cage for his escape from Seagate. Claire kisses him in the saddest kiss I've ever seen. Oh
1: my god, we have to talk about that. Yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> before he leaves, promising uh... Before he leaves, she promises to call a skilled lawyer she knows to help him out.
1: hmm
0: I think we all know. I wonder
1: who about. that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I wonder who. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Fish finds Carl Lucas's files in the barbershop under some debris. Mariah reopens Harlem's Paradise with shades by her side. And there's a kiss that happened there. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that as well. Uh, and Misty goes undercover once more into the club. Uh Claire takes up self defense lessons as Diamondback recovers in his hospital room. Doctor Bernstein enters and shuts the door as Luke uh we are last the last thing we see is Luke being uh hauled away, presumably back to Seagate. Mm-hmm. Uh so what did you what did you think of the season one finale of Luke Cage? Um... very open ended, right? Like they there yeah. was there was not like a definitive ending here at all.
1: I'm going to be honest, I was really disappointed okay. I didn't like it at all i felt I felt like we were building up to this fight mm-hmm. and I don't know if you agree, but I felt like the fight was lacking. It didn't okay. feel like a superhero fight. It didn't feel like something that I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. It right. was just, you know, okay. Right. But for, a, for a, a final episode, I think it should have been bigger. Mm-hmm. Um. So that was disappointing. And I felt like, you know, after that, that was like the only action part mm-hmm. of the episode. The rest of the episode was at the police station where they were just hanging out.
0: Yeah. Grilling, grilling Mariah, right. Um, Eating
1: like Chinese food.
0: <laughs> yeah, getting getting cutaways to Shades killing Candace, right. Um, you know stuff stuff like that. Um, right. I you know I agree that um, I didn't not like this episode, but I also thought it was kind of a letdown for mm-hmm. a season finale, and while while I'm okay with them, like, cause a lot of times a show, especially a show like this in a genre like this ends with like a, a big boss battle. Right. Um, I was okay with them doing it near the, near the beginning of the show. And I, and, and I will say this while I also th- agree with you. And I th- I think it was kind of lacking uh, in, in a lot of ways. I did enjoy the way they intercut um, Willis essentially training mm-hmm. Carl to fight, right. and then Carl using that advice to beat, yeah, that was cool to beat Willis. Because mm-hmm. um, essentially, there's a scene where he's young. Carl is in this boxing match, and he's getting pummeled. And Willis essentially teaches him what what is uh, what used to be at least referred to as the rope a dope technique, right. where you let the other guy tire himself out if mm-hmm. you can if you can absorb all of the punishment, the the guy will tire himself out and then he is yours for the taking. Mm -hmm. And that is what happened here. He just let, he stopped, he said he stopped feeding Diamondback his hate and he just tired him and Diamondback tired himself out or in this case, the power suit tired itself out Mm -hmm. and then Luke finished the job. Um, I don't have a problem with any of that, but the fight itself was kind of just there. Yeah. Uh, And I think I would have been happier with this episode, if there was some closure, but they certainly uh, went about this with an air of "we're going to be back" and this is just setting up the right. stuff for the second season. So it was kind of it was more of a to be continued than an yeah. actual finale of uh, tying up anything. And while I'm okay with that, it also hurts it because I'm I can't give amazing scores to things in which the stories yeah. the the loop or the arc is not really complete. Right. So I I like the episode, but it's it's like an incomplete. Um yeah. that's not to say there weren't things that didn't come from this, of course. There were. Was- yeah, I mean, I
1: agree that you what you said about the flashbacks and coming back to the fight, that was cool. And I also think it was cool that, you know, the people in Harlem were watching the fight and they were like rooting for
0: <laughs> Luke. <Cage. laughs> the kid the kid uh the kid who films all of the superhero fights. He's like right. get the four K camera. He has a <laughs> he has a guy who films this. He's got like a giant ass camera rig <laughs> yes. that he has on his shoulders with like handles and everything. <laughs> and, they're, and they're filming this. Um but yeah I, I like there were there are bits of it that were weird. Yeah. Like there are these two there's a superpowered being, this man who is superpowered. He's not a being. Well, I guess he is. he's a human being, uh, but there's a superpowered man, and fighting another guy in a superpowered suit mm-hmm. in the middle of the street. Yep. And here's the news person just interviewing Mariah on the street.
1: Yeah, as was this happens,
0: weird. it felt really strange. Yes. Um, like there. I mean, but there was also like this. Um, there's also kind of like this realness to it as well. Cause people were kind of just surrounding them being like, mm-hmm. you know, encouraging them, to like, kick his ass. Right. Right. Um, you know, stuff like that. So there were yeah. bits of it that felt really cool, but then there were bits that felt really strange. Like yeah. just interviewing her in the middle of the street while this is happening. Yeah. That was weird. It's like interviewing, <laughs> it's like, it's like interviewing somebody in the middle of a firefight in a war zone. Like you don't just stand there and being like, so, you know, I have this message I need to say about these two super freaks fighting in our street. While they're like right there fighting, like they could throw a right. van at you. I mean, uh, if that
1: really happened, journalists would be just just recording the fight. They would yeah. talk about it later.
0: Yeah, they they would discuss it after they made it out alive. They wouldn't be distracted right. by interviewing somebody <laughs> like that. So that that bit was that bit was weird. But yeah, uh, we should talk about the Claire Luke kiss at the end
1: yeah so when you say the saddest kiss what do you mean
0: (laughs) i mean i to me it was to me it was all in the to me it was all in the acting it was in the uh the acting of rosario dawson she just looked pained to kiss like not like not like it physically hurts to kiss this man but like she finally fully realizes her feelings for him Okay. And it's when he's being taken away from her.
1: Okay. And she just
0: looked – she just looked – like, it was sad to me because she just looked so sad when she – kissed. Like, she was passionately kissing him, but she also looked, like, just heartbroken at the same time. It was, like – it was weird. It was combining this – it was combining, like, love and heartbreak together in the same moment. It was really strange, but I think it kind of worked. I think she was trying – at least that's what I feel like she was – I feel like she, they were trying to convey, like, this the sadness. Usually you do see stuff like this, where, like, the guy is being taken away or something, and there's the kiss and the I'll wait for you on the outside thing. But um, that was not the typical thing that they, they did here. At least, At least that's what it felt like to me. I don't know. <laughs> for me, it felt totally different. Okay, go ahead. Tell me what you got out of this.
1: Because we all know that Claire has been crushing on Luke Cage for a long time. Mm-hmm. We know this.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So, you know, I we've all, wait, well, at least I've been waiting to see that kiss. Mm-hmm. And for me, the kiss was just weird. I was
0: like, what is this?
1: It didn't seem <laughs> like a kiss.
0: <laughs> right. Well, it she was... kind of, a, it was almost like she attacked him, almost. Yeah,
1: it was weird. I was like, wait, what is this?
0: It was like... You remember when David Tennant had to regenerate,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he held it off for so long. He went and he was he was he was preventing himself from regenerating as long as he could, so he could say goodbye to all of his friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when he finally regenerated, it basically destroyed the inside of the TARDIS.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what this was, I think. With with Claire, <laughs> she just had wanted to act on her feelings for so long, and it now she was, yeah. Now it's possible she may never get another chance to do it. So she pounced. Yeah. I, like, see, I think came, you're
1: great, right, yeah.
0: It came to me as, like, grief, which is why it seemed... Because it seemed like a very messy kiss. Mm-hmm. And I took, that, I took that to mean, like, you know, grief. But it's also possible she was just... They just chose to go in a direction, and <laughs> that's where they went. <laughs> it was not the weirdest kiss in this episode, I don't think.
1: I, <laughs> I think, agree. I, I agree th- with
0: that. <laughs> I think there is a weirder kiss, <laughs> yes. by far. Would you like to talk about the uh, the Mariah and Shades kiss after? Sure. Well, is I mean... it even? Is it even a? Ki- I mean, I guess it is a kiss. Somebody can like somebody can kiss you without you kissing them back.
1: Well, I so mentioned on the last podcast that. I thought that there's something going on between them, and You're then,
0: right? <laughs> there is something. What there's that something, something is, I don't I, know what it is. Yeah, right. What that something <laughs> is, I do not know.
1: Right, because it didn't feel like a kiss of you know between two people that love each other. It's it seemed like a kiss of, uh, I don't know, like I'm. I I don't know, like a partnership. I I don't know how to explain it. It didn't feel like yeah. romantic.
0: Um right. Um is <laughs> this is probably entirely the wrong term, but is fuck buddies too hard a term? Is that like I they, I don't even think it's is that either. I think could it's they, Could they be that like they're just No, because I mean that just implies that they're hanging out for for sex purposes.
1: Right. I don't know what
0: this is. I mean, that kiss I think was they are attracted
1: a... to each other because both of them like they're evil people, and <laughs> e- <laughs> they don't judge each other. Like they encourage right. each other to be evil. Right. So I think that's where the attractiveness comes from. Like is this uh, is, is this You're what, evil? I'm evil. Sure.
0: Is this what? <laughs> is this what like? supervillain romance looks like is that what this is like i maybe maybe aurora because you and i are are good people we just cannot (laughs) we can't fathom this like it doesn't make sense to us this is like cavemen looking at a computer just just not understanding it like they see it they can sort of process what they're looking at but they have no idea like the meaning or context behind any of it and yeah, that's what it was like here. So she goes up. It's it's just they stare at each other for a minute.
1: Mm-hmm. And I,
0: I talked about, um, I talked about uh, Claire kind of maybe pouncing on Luke. Mm-hmm. Mariah basically attack kissed shades here.
1: Mm-hmm. In
0: in so much as that she just just went right up and kissed him and then bit his lip. Yeah, and then he just looked and smiled at her. Yeah. Like I thought he was going to follow her. Cause like, I thought that was like the signal to like, follow me into this private room. <laughs> right. Um, but they didn't. And I, and and by the way, I got to say, I do like that. They took down Cotton Mouse Biggie or not. Biggie, yeah. That but, was uh, cool. yeah. Uh, Biggie Smalls painting.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: they hung up another one with crowns and Mariah did do the walk where she walked in yeah. and it looked like the crown was over her head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like, I like, I like that. That is a nice, uh, little callback. But, yeah, other than that... Um, I know what that p-
1: kiss was. Uh, it it okay. was a power kiss.
0: Oh, like to establish it's like, dominance. I'm,
1: I'm in charge.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what I was thinking. It's, it's that type alpha. of kiss that is not romantic, yeah. but it's like, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm in charge.
0: Yeah. If we're going to do anything, right. it'll be because I want to do it, right. and you're going to be handcuffed to the bed. Right. Is essentially right. what that yes. was, I think. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, that, you're right. You've nailed it, and it now makes more sense to me. I don't know why I couldn't have thought of that earlier, but that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so yeah, this was this was a good, I like this episode, but it's not the best episode of the season. It wasn't what I was hoping oh. for at the end. I, I do like that they left some questions open. Um, I like the casual nice guy conversation Luke was having with the federal agents. Yeah, the t- nicest agents ever, right? Yeah, do you want to go get some Dunkin' Donuts? It's gonna be a long drive. <laughs> you know, have you read this book? Like, oh, I'm totally into this author. Like they're just, you know, nice guy conversations because they're yeah. nice guys. Um I thought that was going to lead to something. Me too. But, but no, it didn't. They they just they just drove him off and he's off to to go serve time, you whether he's he's innocent or not. And I take it uh Bobby Fish finding the Bobby Fisher finding the uh the files Mm-hmm. will be the thing that eventually gets him out. Uh, so uh, there is that. Uh, do you yeah. have anything else you'd like to add? Or would you like to grade this and, and we'll move on for...
1: Um, you know, I, for I just want to add one thing. That okay. whole um, Misty dropping her phone and that caused the murder of yes. the waitress. Um, I that's, That also felt to me like... It didn't. I don't know if you agree, but I, I, it, it didn't fit for me. Mm-hmm. Because Misty this whole time has been... I know that she's been, you know, um, not following the rules the whole time as a cop.
0: Yeah, she's very much into bending them.
1: Right. But she's also been very careful. Yeah. So for her to drop her phone and just keep going, knowing that she lost her phone, and knowing that this other person was depending on her... To have that phone fell to me out of character.
0: Yeah, it was a little strange. Um, yeah. Like, maybe you could argue that in the last few episodes, she's been she's been shaken quite a bit mm-hmm. through certain events. Maybe she isn't quite herself when this when this uh, careless mistake happened. But it was also, I think, very much this was just done because they needed some they needed something convenient to happen, so this way they could kill off this character that they needed to kill off
1: yeah Uh, and I also saw it as you know she was so excited to have Mariah that
0: everything just she wasn't thinking straight maybe right yeah got too far ahead of herself Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I I could I I could see that Um, okay so what would you grade the season finale of Luke Cage Um, this hurts but I'm gonna give it a three Okay. Um, Yeah, I didn't give it much more than that. Actually, I gave it three and a quarter. So Mm -hmm. it was a a fine episode. Yeah, it was okay. (laughs) But it would probably be better if we had the first episode of season two to watch afterwards to see the context of the finale here. Right. Without without knowing that, uh, without knowing where the story goes, like judging it just like on an episode in a in a bottle, you can really only judge it if you if you can't judge it by story, you can only judge it by how it was made and the performances and the, and they were fine they were good, mm-hmm. but the story is also a big part of what I look for when we're giving scores to episodes right. and when there's kind of like an incomplete yeah uh, it feels a little incomplete so maybe um you know maybe when we see where things go, maybe my uh, my feelings on this episode will change over time after we get to see more of the show play out. Mm-hmm. Um, I would still highly recommend this show to people. Oh yeah, yeah. It is a it is a very good show. I don't. It's still not my favorite. Uh, I I'm not sure where where I would rank the shows. I still think the first season of Daredevil is the maybe the best season of a show that they have done so far, but. Um Jessica Jones was incredible. Uh the second season of Daredevil was very good as well. They haven't done a bad show. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering like are any, you know, which of these shows are good? They're all good. Yeah, you they're know, all. Go good. go watch them. Uh it's really up to you to determine where they fall ranking-wise, but this was a character I didn't know anything about mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure if it would even appeal very much to me and uh it 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 actually did uh, a lot of the a lot of super great characters a lot of great performances so yeah I'm happy uh, yeah and I
1: would say that I didn't see this show as a superhero show I saw it in a as a political show in a way
0: like I like a lot of ways
1: I liked yeah. the political aspect of it more than I liked the superhero aspect
0: yeah I mean because yeah. that's the superhero stuff in these shows is very much like. Not an afterthought, but it's it's secondary to the right. rest of the story they're telling. Yeah. Like, they just happen to be superheroic-type people in them, mm-hmm. but the story isn't necessarily about that. Um, and I think that's where Marvel has been getting a lot of their wins lately. It's because mm-hmm. they, they kind of started moving away a bit from doing, like, absolute 100% basic superhero movies, and they started doing... You know, a heist movie but with superheroes in it, for like Ant Man or right. a political thriller but with superheroes in it, like for Captain America, Winter Soldier. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Uh, and I, they're finding a lot of success, and they're doing it really well on the Netflix shows because they've obviously got a lot of episodes to w- uh, for which that they can stretch out these stories. Uh, all right, so that's it for the show, at least for a little while. Um, Hopefully, uh, if everything goes according to plan, Aurora and I will return on this podcast sometime in Mm mid-March. Because that is when we will be introduced to Iron Fist, which is the next show to be airing on Netflix, starring Finn Jones from Game of Thrones fame. Uh, and David Wenham and Rosario Dawson will be in this show as well. Aurora. Of course she is. Of so, course she is. <laughs> is she, she's gonna be in every show until yeah. there's a Claire Temple like MD show on Netflix. Yeah, she's gonna take
1: self-defense class. She's gonna be a more of a badass though.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Uh so yeah, Aurora and I will return then to discuss that show and in the meantime uh head over to cinemageekly.com and check out the archives of this show uh if you want to just start getting into luke cage or if you want to just start getting into the marvel shows in general we've been covering all of them that have been airing on netflix and uh that's a good way to to keep up with the conversation there and of course we're on itunes and google play music as well just search for podcasters of shield and hit subscribe Okay, so that is it for Luke Cage Season 1. We will return sometime mid-March in the year 2017 to discuss the first season of Iron Fist on the Netflix.